Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Hello to all of our Twitch homies. Sports Byline Broadcasting, very, very busy day today as always, but today actually is more busy than usual because as I look at all of the news that we got to talk about here today, I have no idea how we're going to get through it all, but just a quick look here, we've got the WWE 2023rd quarter revenue report being out, we've got Vince McMahon talking about how the writing is great, everything is cool, We've got call notes from the deal. Vince McMahon docu-series in the works by Netflix. It is being produced by WWE as well as Bill Simmons. So I can only imagine this Vince McMahon docu-series. We have got the situation with all of the WWE stars and Twitch. Apparently, AJ Styles, Aleister Black, Zelina Vega, Mia Yim, Cesaro. Boom, 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 boom. All of these accounts shutting down. I guess there is a meeting today. It's either going to take place soon or will be taking place soon or has already taken place, but they've been trying to change Vince's mind. You know how it is when it comes to Vince changing his mind? He changes his own mind, but you can't change his mind. We'll tell you about all of that. The AW and NXT viewership numbers from Wednesday. I don't like to be that guy that says, I told you so, but if you listened to the show yesterday, I already told you the numbers. Because I called it exactly as it was going to happen. Jake Hager had another live MMA fight on YouTube for Bellator. For some reason, he wasn't even on the main show, but we can give you the results of his fight. Matt Riddle no longer has a first name. We'll tell you what his last name is. MLW's restart and so much more. If you want to comment on any of this, I highly doubt we will have time for phone calls today. So start sending them text messages. 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. At Brian Alvarez. Back in a moment. Observer Live. Now, a game of Commercial Chicken, brought to you by Progressive, where we see how long Flo can go without talking about insurance. Ready? Go. 
So, traffic has been crazy lately, right? And rush hour? Forget it. Nobody wants to let you merge onto the highway. <laughs> but hey, somebody let you merge or you wouldn't be there, so... Drivers who switch to Progressive could save big! Okay, you win. We can't help but save customers money. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Using an overpriced trash bag? Pricey, pricey, pricey! A bag that breaks? Whippy, whippy, whippy! Or a smelly bag? Stinky, stinky, stinky! You gotta snag Hefty's Ultra Strong Trash Bag. Always at an ultra-low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty! It has Arm & Hammer odor control, so your nose and your wallet will be... Happy, happy, happy! Hefty Ultra Strong Trash Bags. Hefty Strong, all day long. Hefty, hefty, hefty! We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Get ready for news today, everybody, because we're flooded with it. Starting at the beginning here, driven by their television contracts, WWE's 2020 third quarter revenue finished at 220 $1.6 million, up 19% from the third quarter last year. Part of an optimistic call, an overall upward trend in numbers. The company noted the increase was offset by the loss of both ticket and live merchandise sales due to the pandemic. Their e-commerce numbers grew to $9.1 million year over year. Impressive considering they had 74 live events in the third quarter of 2019. 
in addition to online in which to sell merchandise. I think, I don't know this, but I would presume that if you're a WWE fan and you used to go to all these WWE live events or one a year, whatever, in your in your town, and you would just buy a bunch of stuff there, you bought your belt there, you bought your shirts there, everything, well, there's no shows. So if you want your flashy intercontinental replica, you got to e-commerce it. So, and they have sold a lot of belts, by the way. So I think that's the key there. Operating income was up to $63.4 million, increase of nine times year over year, thanks to the content rights fee increase and a decrease in event-related production expenses. You know how much money they're saving by being in a pandemic? A lot. At a time when they laid off God only knows how many people. They laid off everybody, but... They're spending significantly less money because they're not on the road every week. Another positive note, paid network subscriptions up 6% year over year to $1.6 million. The Thunderdome is going to add an incremental $22 to $27 million investment. And they have $638 million in cash on hand. So, as we've noted I think every investor's called for like the last 20 years. Whatever you think of the programming, whatever you think of the declining ratings, whatever you think of the decline in popularity, they ain't going out of business anytime soon. So this is not world championship wrestling. Now, a couple of notes from the conference call here. Vince is all optimistic. Everything is great, he says. Nick Khan, who is in fact the WWE president, Nick Khan, no relation, announced a multi-series Vince McMahon documentary that they've sold to Netflix, produced by Bill Simmons and WWE. We'll talk about that in a moment. Vince McMahon claimed that ratings are not the only thing that they look at. He said that they have far more fans than they have ever had. Because, of course, all of these YouTube views and everything like that. This is the most ridiculous thing that Vince has ever said, okay? If you want to say that we're making more money than ever, if you want to say that whatever, but to claim that you have more fans than ever before, I mean, as we've talked about before, do you realize that in the 80s they ran a show on NBC that did 33 million television viewers? Can you find, for example, the last... YouTube video that they put out that had 33 million views for free. I mean, that's the most ridiculous thing I think that he's ever said. They have more fans than ever right now today watching WWE. Put over the programming. They talked about Sony India. They're trying to develop an Indian star. I've heard that for decades. They don't have a Middle East TV deal, but they're trying to get it done. They're preparing for the future by looking at what Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, and Google are doing with live television. And asked about NXT, Khan put over their ratings from this past Wednesday, but did not comment on the length of the USA deal, but did say that the network subs have held steady since NXT moved to the USA Network. So, yes, according to WWE, everything is fantastic. In some ways, everything is fantastic. They're making more money than they ever have ever by a substantial margin. But we can talk about the ratings here in a while and how everybody's upset about Twitch and how all that stuff is still weighing heavily on them. 
although you'd never know it. Any thoughts on this, Mike? Not a whole lot. I know that it seemed to be reported that the question and answer session uh, went a little bit shorter than usual or the uh, the statement portion went a little bit shorter than usual. Vince saying that there is, quote, new spirit, new vibrance is, uh, unquote, is a interesting one. I, you can't expect anything other than what you get from these things, which is flower events, uh, <laughs> sidestepping uh uh, details to, to put over and, and just speak nonsense, basically. I mean, to say that they have more fans than they've ever had and you can't hold your hat on the ratings, okay, well, yeah, you can't hang your hat on the ratings in all cases, but with the way the ratings have atrophied and the position that they're in, I mean, you just shrug your shoulders. Look what they promised Fox for SmackDown when Fox got that, what they expected to get in the 18 to 49s and what they're actually getting now. And yeah, you could spin that. Well, we're still number one. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see what the number is. It's half of what you said you were going to give them. And it's not like their great advertiser dollars are going to be rolling in for your over 50 crew that is looked at as, you know, lower class advertising. Cause at the end of the day, that's how they're looking at you. No matter how much you want to try to spin your company or what you think that you are, and the further you get away from the pro wrestling that you are, I mean, I guess it puts more money in the bank, but for how long? You know, I, I know they're going to get great TV deals. That's wonderful. But, you know, when there's nobody watching, sooner or later, the urge to buy the belts will go away. And sooner or later, everybody that has a belt that wanted to buy one from you is going to have one. And then what? <laughs> you know, then what's the excuse going to be? They're not making new stars. They're not energizing their fan base. They're not. They're just not. And. Everybody can sit there, and, and I'm sure people want to jump on the you know number this week from the Halloween Havoc show, and you know march around and claim victories. If you can put together a streak with those for the next ten, then you got something to celebrate. But you know, just one isn't going to do it. You know, especially off of a gimmick show. We'll see how it goes next week. But again, these things are what they are. I think maybe the most interesting thing that came out of this was the fact that they are going to do a documentary in conjunction with Bill Simmons, but. You know, as we know, WWE will always put their spin on things no matter what. So no matter, you know, how good this documentary is, unless they get voices from the outside to balance it out, uh, I, I'm not sure really what, you're gonna, what we're going to have. It was announced on the call, WWE and Netflix have reached a groundbreaking deal to produce a multi-part documentary on the life of Vince McMahon. Said that this will be one of the highest budgeted documentaries in Netflix history. Guaranteed to be good. Further details on when the documentary will be premiering was not revealed. Bill Simmons will be executive producer. Chris Smith, who directed Netflix Fire Festival documentary, will direct the McMahon documentary. Smith and WWE Studios will also be the producers. Simmons, a lifelong pro wrestling fan who was key in getting the Andre the Giant documentary made, which was awesome, by the way. HBO Sports partnered with WWE for the documentary. So, I don't know what... Listen, I know everyone's expecting, and I largely am as well, that this is going to be, like, ridiculous, okay? Because WWE and Vince are involved. How are you going to get the true story if Vince is involved in his own documentary? I can imagine Vince McMahon saying, Listen, I want this to be truthful. I know some of you are laughing, but just listen. I can believe that Vince would say that. I don't want some goofy documentary. I want this to be a truthful documentary about my life. Now, there's things about his life 
that if you're a longtime hardcore fan, you've probably heard about. If you think for one second that anything resembling this would be in this documentary, think again. So I can imagine it being more truthful than you would imagine on the surface. But if you think that you're going to get the kind of documentary that you would get if Vince McMahon and WWE were not involved at all, there's no way. So all we can hope is that for what they give us, it's excellent. And the Andre the Giant documentary was excellent. And I guess we'll wait and see. I'm, I'm cautiously, mildly optimistic about this documentary. Back in a moment. Observer Live. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health 
health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Several prominent WWE stars have already shuttered their Twitch accounts. More likely to follow even after a final effort to change Vince McMahon's mind before a Friday meeting in which they expect to be given more details on what is happening. AJ Styles, Aleister Black, Zelina Vega, Mia Yim, Cesaro, among those that suspended their accounts this week. WWE WWE is making some changes regarding streaming, said AJ Styles. We will see what the future holds in that regard. He said he was suspending his account for now. He emphasized it wasn't a permanent closure, but rather just a pause. Mia Yim Tweeted Thursday, this was not a goodbye, but a see you later. Others have given similar messages. PW Insider reported several talents recently met with Vince in an attempt to change his mind on the edict. The talents not work with third parties like Twitch and Cameo. It didn't specify who met with McMahon. Black and Vegas said Thursday that a meeting is going to be held Friday about what the future holds, but that a lot is still unknown. Paige was furious. Some of the stuff that she said broke her neck had to retire, just wanted her community, fed up with this place, not happy. A lot of others have been far more political. So I guess we'll find out what happens today. I've been told by the folks on the the Twitch chat right here that Adam Cole apparently is is still streaming and has just been flooded with new subscribers. So at the moment, I mean, maybe this is just a main roster edict and the folks in, in NXT are able to still do this. I mean... I guess all I can tell you is that when they first made their announcement, it was quite a while ago, actually. You need to shut down all the third party, everything like that. I did ask a few people, and obviously I didn't ask everybody or even close to everybody that's doing it, but I I did hear from people, and and they knew what I knew. It's like I heard about it, but no one said anything yet. So I, I don't know what's going on. I mean... Cole appears to still be streaming. I, I guess I could get an update. Anybody else in NXT doing the same thing? I mean, maybe it's a situation where those in NXT don't know anything yet. And they're just going to barrel on forward until they're told it's all over. I have I have no idea. But it does certainly appear to be affecting the main roster. Of course, Paige is not. I guess maybe she's technically part of the main roster, but she's retired from in-ring competition. Is she considered main roster? Is I mean, could she retire on the NXT brand and keep doing this? I have no answers to any of this, but obviously a lot of very, very angry people. The story, which we don't have 100% confirmed, but it was certainly the story going around, was that WWE would be starting their own Twitch service, or they'd be working with Twitch, and if you were on the main roster, you would be part of this, and then whatever money you made would come out of your downside guarantee. 
which is insane. Absolutely beyond insane. And I, I don't know if that's true. I don't know what's going on, but that was certainly the rumor. And boy, were people upset to hear that that was the idea. So I presume that soon we will know more, especially if there's a meeting taking place today. But that's the update. But hey, everything is great. Everything's great. WWE is making a lot of money, more money than they've ever made. Some of these people furloughed in a pandemic are going to be coming back. That's great news. And more people are paying for the network that the wrestlers don't get a cut of. Oh, everything is really great right now. Especially for Matt Riddle, who lost his first name in all of this. And I don't think was paid for it. Although, according to him, he doesn't care because people have called him Riddle his whole life. This is, remember, it talked about one of the reasons that people were so upset was because of the slapdash nature of things, about them making decrees to take something away from them without actually even really understanding what it is, just knowing that, well, the, the talent has got another way to talk and to interact with their their fan base. And, look, I get it. If you are using a WWE trademark name, if they want you to stop using it, you got to stop using it. That's more than fair. That's completely fine. But to dip in their pockets over Cameo, regardless of their name? Ooh, see, that that's that independent contracting thing. And I know there's all these, you know, shoots and ladders when it comes to WWE and their contracts. That You know, somehow these people are not independent contractors. But the thing is, I mean, at what point you're going to have to give some concessions when you continue to take things away from people or when something pops up and then you amend things. I mean, what's to take somebody from just going, look, you're changing the nature of this contract here after I've already signed my, my contract. Technically I'm an independent contractor here. I'd like to renegotiate now, you know, and I, it's going to take, obviously I, that probably won't happen. It would take somebody really large to do that and to make a big deal out of it. And I don't know who that person could be. I don't know if there will be a person like that. Maybe all this goes away and everybody plays nice again by the end of the weekend, they work something out and everybody's going to be happy. I have a feeling that's not going to be the case. And you can see the way the talent has reacted to how they feel about this and the assault that they feel as though is, is being on them and not only them, but their connection to other people and their life outside of WWE. You know, Dave explained on a show once, he was talking about how some people lose their names. And he said, Vince, for example, will say, well, you know, Rusev is a heel. How can we have a heel named Alex? Alexander Rusev. Well, so we get rid of the name. And he said, I mean, you notice that he was never Vince McMahon. He was always Mr. McMahon. How can a heel owner be named Vinny? So, I mean, I don't know what's going on with Riddle, but is Riddle turning heel? Did Vince decide that Matthew is definitely a heel name? We can't call him Matt. He's got to be Riddle. So I, I don't know what the mindset was here. Maybe he's going to turn heel, and you can't have a heel named Matt. I don't know. Maybe they got somebody else. Maybe maybe AJ Styles' associate is going to be Matthew. So we can't have Matt Riddle. I have no idea. But well, tri Triple his A name is now just with... Riddle. But didn't Triple A start working with, with Marvel for characters? Maybe uh, WWE will start working with DC. Is it Who owns Batman? Because... I have a feeling this will just turn into some sort of gimmick where he's the Riddler now, isn't he? Or he's got some sort of riddle me something in his promo. No, he's he's just Riddle. 
Oh, for Not now. the Riddler. Oh, for He's now. Riddle. For now. Tonight on, on SmackDown. Who's on SmackDown? I can't even remember anymore. Otis versus Riddle. Why can't Otis be Dozovich anymore? Is that too much of a heel or a babyface last name? Too ethnic? I don't I don't know. What? It's, I have no idea. Otis Dozovich. I, I, hey, look, Tucker became Tucky there for a while. I thought he was going to permanently be, it was going to be Otis and Tucky, but I guess maybe he'll be just being Tucker again back on Raw, but I don't know why they make these. Who knows? Why is the man's name Davocado? Oh, this person, by the way, noted that Zelina and Alistair's final stream, they got 500 subs given in the first 15 minutes. So the, the deal with Adam Cole might be that everybody figures that he's about to lose his stream, so they're all subbing right now at the very end so he gets the money on the way out. Maybe that's what's going on here. Good. Good. Look, I, you know... We'll, we'll see how this whole thing plays out. It is, again, the, the overreach on this. I think you just, you, they keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And, you know, Andrew Yang is, is just one voice. And ultimately, we've heard a lot of people say things on the campaign trail uh, and give lip service to independent contractors and pro wrestling. And it never usually goes anywhere. And the wrestlers themselves never really do anything about it. And ultimately, that's what... WWE WWE needs a or WWE doesn't need this but I to me what their independent contractors quote unquote need are they need an NFL players association they they need a players association of some form maybe not a union but they need somebody that understands the workings that can negotiate on their behalf and try to level the playing field and when there is an issue maybe serve as some sort of conduit b between the sides there. I mean, you know, it would be maybe... absolutely amazing if after but all these years that something and like this, all would be of the, the horrible treatment that WWE has given their performers, that the straw that broke the camel's back was Twitch. Hey, look, they have left their flank wide open for AEW to walk right in. So them not understanding the future in a lot of ways, I mean, it would be a very fitting thing if that were to actually happen. And I'm not saying that it will, but look, and obviously I think if you're the Young Bucks or if you're the cons, I don't know if you're necessarily wanting something like that because, oh, we're a big enough company on TV and all that sort of stuff too. Well, they will, will, you know, people look at us and, you know, maybe they maybe they should. <laughs> you know, maybe they should. I, I just I'm not necessarily for a union as we know and people always talk about the culinary union getting involved or this union or that union. You know, maybe it's just a basically a players association that needs to get together, that needs to get some help from lawyers on the outside, from organizers on the outside to maybe try to put something together that way. That may be the best plan of attack is to basically have some representation that can actually speak for the locker room in a little bit of a different way, because I think the independent contracting Wild West style, I mean, again, unless you're at the very tippity tippity top Roman Reigns or, or Randy, Randy Orton or somebody like that. I don't know. I, again, I don't know who else. Everybody else would seem to need it. Yeah, somebody on the Twitch chat here just made the comment. Massive COVID outbreak. Some people's families ended up being infected. Nothing happens. Take away their Twitch. Pitchforks. 
Man, maybe the old school was right about these new video game kids. Dude, that would be the craziest story I've ever covered. If, I think if WWE crazy. unionized over everyone's Twitter or their Twitch so getting taken away. Back in a moment, Observer Live. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. At Shell, we know from the time you get up to the time you wrap up, there's a lot of meetups, eat-ups, and hurry-ups. So come to Shell and get three things done at once. Fill up with Shell V Power Nitro Plus to help keep your engine running like new. Save up with the Fuel Rewards Program and never pay full price for gas again. And snack up with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell. And engines that continuously use Shell V Power Nitro Plus Premium Gas. See full terms and conditions at FuelRewards.com. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. With so many new pet owners, Kezia's Grooming can't keep up. Kezia's Grooming? Sorry, we'll book solid through the weekend. I can give you a call back, though, if something opens up. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Bro. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. The closure of WWE Star's Twitch accounts, this person says, has been brutal to say the least. Paige was actually crying 
on her Twitch stream last night and cut a promo on WWE. Well, I hope she feels better today when she hears the earnings call and how much money they're making and how many fans they have and how their e-commerce numbers are up and all of this television money coming in and and that's 600, 500, 600 million dollars in cash on hand. I think that'll probably make all of these performers feel better that the company is doing so well. Ooh, you want you want to add to it a little bit, Brian? How about this? Uh, this is from uh, John Pollock. This tweet here, where he says, "Quite the contract, co- quite the contrast between UFC fighters and WWE performers today." It's a tweet from Mark Raimondi, which says that Max Holloway. has announced on instagram that he is partnering with facebook gaming which the company with the company being heavily investing uh it is being a competitor to twitch so there you go so opportunities close um they open wide open for for some other people here so there you go max holloway making that facebook money now for his gaming service which they're putting up against twitch so yeah, doesn't seem like the UFC's got any hand Man. in that. Well, all of our Twitch homies, who may be Facebook homies soon, for all I know. Mm. This person here says, Dave wrote on The Observer this week, the story on Riddle's name change is because if people Google his full name, the lawsuit against him comes up. So instead, when they Google his name, they'll get a bunch of jokes. What? Well, if you Google Matt Riddle, all of the lawsuit, the Matt Riddle lawsuit, all that information will come up on Google. But now when people are looking for Matt Riddle, they'll just type in Riddle and they'll get a bunch of jokes. Look, this What's is a black guy and that, white and red all over. This, this is see, this is what I'm worried about. This is a guy that named a, a pay-per-view Great Balls of Fire. This is a guy that's still in. In the 2020s, uh, if I'm not mistaken, has he not used an ACDC theme this year? I'm pretty sure he has. And if he hasn't, he has used it recently enough. I'm telling you, it could be. Who was it? Was it Cesar Romero? No, that was the. Uh, that was the. Who was the? That was the Joker. Who was the Riddler on Batman? Whoever it was, I'm telling you, if this thing devolves into that, I'm not going to be surprised. All right, I have had a. I've had multiple, multiple. Emails, texts, etc. Demanding that everybody, don't stop what you're doing right now, but after the show is over. Stop what you're doing and go watch the the Valter versus Dragunov match at on the WWE UK show. Rave reviews. I've been told, like, best WWE match all year. Maybe one of the best matches in the whole world all year. And, dude, I watched a lot of great matches out of the G1 Closest thing you're going to see to a UFC fight in WWE. So I will be watching that tonight. But I have been told, if you have the network, what in the world are you doing? Go watch that match right now. On paper, there is no way that match could be bad. And from all the reviews coming out of it, it exceeded everybody's expectations. That is awesome. That's the one thing NXT UK that's going to be their best bet to grab viewers over here, I believe, is just, I don't know, people aren't going to do it on the regular but what they are going to do is i think be attracted to one big match so when you have them like that i think you really got to hype it up and just another note on nxt uk it seems as though mako satamora is on her way over there and that's awesome Uh, and i 
I there's a lot of people that uh, you don't want to see him go over to the WWE system. Ben Carter is one that a lot of people have worried about being you know entered into the system. But I think at this point in Mako Satamora's career, uh, she has given the wrestling world a lot. She's on the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame ballot. I don't expect her to get in, but I don't blame anyone who votes for her because she has been a huge presence and i don't think that there is a women's professional wrestler or a women's sports entertainer in wwe that has gone over to japan that would not say that mako satamura was an influence if not directly by working with her and working in sendai or something like that but just by the tree you know and it's like tracy smothers talking about him yesterday too you know people can talk about outlaw mud shows and, and all that sort of stuff but thank god a guy like tracy smothers was there thank god People like Ricky Morton still go out and work these shows to pass on the knowledge to people like, you know, you may have not liked IWA Mid-South, but look what came out of there. Chris Hero and CM Punk and Seth Rollins and just an incredible battery of names and people like Mako Satomura that go and can offer any advice offer any connection to japan offer any help at all being as great of a wrestler as she is at this point in her career i'm for it i know she's not going to be used to the greatest level in wwe nobody ever is but if there's anything she can do to make any of those people better and they're willing to let her teach and help people out the the better it's going to be for everybody the better it's going to be for pro wrestling even if those people don't use that knowledge there they will apply it elsewhere so somebody had a great idea on the Twitch chat. I've already texted Vinny while Mike was doing his thing. We will, in fact, be reviewing Walter and Dragonov this coming Sunday. You have made Vinny happy. As well as, by the way, the the uh, first Saturday Night's main event from 1989 on the WWE Network, which I think may have been the first Saturday Night's main event that I actually watched live as a as a youngster. So... It's coming up on Sunday. This person here says, maybe the WWE contracts say are they are in dependent contractors. Could be. I should check. This person here says, you have to admit a Vince autobiography would be fascinating if he was 100% honest. Are you kidding me? That'd be one of the most fascinating documentaries of anyone's life ever. I'm not saying the most, obviously, but Vince McMahon's life 100% unfiltered from day one. Don't bet on it, but it would be unbelievable. This person here says, hey, everyone's talking about Paige. Paige cried on her stream last night how she, quote, can't do it anymore with this company, that she has broken her neck twice for them and she can't deal with them anymore. Well, yeah, I talked about that earlier today. You think she's the only one furious? Think again. This person here says, I can't wait for the episode where Vince shows up with the briefcase. Well, keep keep waiting. Ain't going to be happening anytime soon. All right, we got some other news here that we haven't mm -hmm. gotten into. AEW and NXT numbers, exactly as I said as the show was going off the air yesterday. NXT won in total viewers, AEW won the main demo and all of the other demos except males uh 12 to 34 nxt actually won this week so dynamite yeah. 800 i'm sorry halloween havoc 876,000 viewers up almost 20 percent from a week ago dynamite 781 
up 4% from last week. Dynamite won 18-49, to a .32, finishing 12th on cable. NXT finished number 21 with an 0.25, putting them in the top 50 for the first time in a month, up 36%. In 18-49, to 21st for the night as noted. The combined audience this past Wednesday night, 1.657 million viewers. The highest on a week where Dynamite and NXT both aired on Wednesday since February 5th. NXT audience, highest since November 20 of last year. That is obviously pre-pandemic. And that is with or without head-to-head competition. That is a gigantic number for Halloween Havoc. And if you listen to the Brian and Vinny show last night, in fact, and this is not the first time this has happened, normally when we review the shows, and you can call me biased, get my paycheck or whatever, I mean, the vast majority of the time when we decide which show we liked better, it's almost always AEW. But if you go back to the NXT shows that we liked better, It almost always coincides with a show that did really well in the viewership. And this was, this was one. And boy, I voted for NXT last night. I, I thought that NXT was a great show. Couple of booking decisions where I didn't get it. But hey, listen, they have a story with Johnny Gargano and Damian Priest. They had a reason to take the title off Damian Priest already. Am I going to take away from the match because I, I think that Damian Priest was a great champion and he should remain champion? No, they're going to do something down the road, presumably. So I really, really liked the show, and it did a great number. And unfortunately for NXT and for AEW, their follow-up next week is going to die because it's coming the day after the election. And as I noted yesterday, I do, in fact, expect the top 50 to all be news. Like, if you got a cable channel and you, like, put on a news show, if you're HGTV, you can put on a news show and it's going to be in the top 50. (laughs) Say all three hours of WGN America's gimmick is going to be in there next week. Who the hell hell knows? But um, the last two weeks of both shows have been good in their own way. Uh, I thought NXT was better yesterday, a better piece of business, and it actually... Worked out that way in the ratings. I'm surprised that it was as dramatic as it was, but good. You know, it's still about under 1.7 million people, although by the time things shake out with DVRs and all that sort of stuff, you know, hopefully it's it's pushing 2 million people between both shows. That's what really, to me, is the most important thing. You know, I want both shows to be strong in their own way to continue building because, again, the Wednesday is by far the most exciting night on when it comes to professional wrestling. SmackDown in a different way. We'll see how things go, if they can clean up their middle card, if they can get that straight. They have two big storylines that are going to, you know, big two great horses for them on Fridays. I don't see anything turning raw around anytime soon. So, you know, Wednesday is the night, and I thought both shows were good. We'll see, you know, next week. The one thing about next week for AEW is they do have the pay-per-view coming up and they do have Moxley and Kingston. And I can imagine them coming up with something that is going to be catching eyes. And what I hope for Halloween Havoc or what I hope for NXT is that they can maintain after Halloween Havoc and that they don't, that they don't suffer a big drop because it's, you know, 
it's going to be a stinging indictment of just a gimmick if they drop next week to a dramatic degree because I don't know if they should build off of this show, but they should still maintain somewhere close to it, even if it's a little bit of a loss. But if they you know, com- you know, know, completely fall back down to like 650000 again or something like that and get smoked by NXT, uh, you know, I, I would assume that's going to be pretty demeaning to them. Jake Hager stepped into the Bellator cage, first time in more than a year on Thursday night. Split decision win over Brandon Calton, not Brandon Cutler. He remains uh, undefeated. Two judges scored the fight 29-28 for Hager to give him the win in his first fight that went past the first round. According, According to the report on our front page, this is not me saying this, in case I ever run into Jake Hager. The fight looked like one contested between two heavyweights that are still learning how to punch with a combined five pro fights with no real gas tanks to speak of. Who wrote that? I didn't write it. I didn't write it. Almost to form, Hager punched Colton low in the third round while the two were clinched up against the cage. That's his pro wrestling finisher, the low blow. That's his gimmick now, isn't it, in MMA? Last time Hager fought was a no contest due to repeated low blows which he made a calling card early in his AEW run. He had the AEW logo on the front of his fight tights, wore an inner circle t-shirt to the cage, and of course it was a prelim fight on the YouTube pre-show. Back in a moment, everybody. Observer Live. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect, so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. 
For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. This person here says, Walter versus Dragunov for me was the best WWE match of the pandemic era. It would be among the best G1 matches easily. It was like a Shee as Walter Versus Shibata as Dragonov. So there you go. I can believe that comparison. This person here says, Riddle's future on Vince's cartoon show does not look bright to me. His back-to-back losses to two 40-plus-year-old guys on Raw. Now his name change has convinced me Vince is out on this guy. Yeah, probably. I mean, kind of been obvious since week two, actually. Yeah. When he beat AJ. Look how he booked Ken Shamrock as opposed to uh, Matt Riddle. Person says, I don't understand how one doesn't get Matt Riddle. He has so much overflowing natural charisma, but Vince only sees him as a guy that says bro and doesn't wear shoes and doesn't have a first name. Dude, listen, if you go back five years, I mean, I could rattle off one name after another that when they were in NXT, I thought this person is just a can't miss. Wait till they get to the main roster. And one after another. I mean, the one that I always bring up and... It's probably actually low on the list, but look at Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn is great at his current heel character, but go back to like 2015, 2016, or whatever it was, and look at how over that guy was as a baby face. And he gets called up to the main roster, and now his gimmick is he's an annoying heel. Manager, practically. It's mind-blowing. We're out of time, everybody. want to thank you all for listening. We're here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific 6 Eastern. Thanks, Mike, as always, callers and listeners, everybody in the studio, Twitch homies. We'll see you again on Sunday, Wrestling Observer Live. (laughs) 